0: This is Vomiting Rainbows, episode number 55. It's a darker news podcast where I tell my co-host, Black Dahlia, owner of two eyes and one nose, stories that he knows nothing about, in which he chews them up and spits them in a beautiful rainbow. So welcome. It's what, it's what I do. I, I'm glad to have you back. You know that this is the first time that we've done a podcast in almost almost a year. Not quite. We're like two months shy. But literally we did the last one in this room, which you can't see because I put the uh the virtual background on. But I know. But um it was in July of twenty nineteen. So there there hasn't been a vomiting rainbow since then, which is just Yeah, sad. you
1: you were pretty injured at that point, weren't I you? Was, yeah, you had some kind of leg issue going on. Yeah, I, I broke
0: I, Yeah, I broke my foot. And okay. And and then, and then I guess I decided that, uh, we would take a break from the podcast for a bit. (laughs) Uh, you went on tour. Uh, I missed Uh, one of, I missed one of your shows, which I was distraught about, um, and in the Bay area. And then now, now we're confined to our home.
1: (laughs) Well, you saw one over uh new
0: year's, which was nice. I did. I did get to see one over new year's. Um, So yeah, back in the, so first off, one thing, it's great to have you back. It's great to see you virtually. Um, I had mentioned to friends that I hadn't been doing the podcast for a while and that I just didn't have like a co-host that wasn't on tour or wasn't now on the radio or all these things. Mm -hmm. And the number one thing that everyone said is that they wanted to, to have you back on. Like everyone I talked about and they, they said you were definitely the most controversial guest. So I I think that's great. And I think you would want nothing less.
1: As long as they don't get a visual on me, you know, I want them to have the visual on you, Doug, and then they can just listen to me talk. You know what I mean? That'll that'll be perfect. We'll get, we'll we'll get, we'll get all the action we need with that duo. Oh, right. (laughs) Your picture, my voice, we're going all the way. Excellent. I can't wait to hear what kind of crazy shit you got for me this time. Is it like sick and twisted people meeting Uber drivers and abandoned parks, you know? Is it fucking what what is it? You never know what it's going to be with you, Doug. It could be I, insanity.
0: It's been it's been a pretty tough period of time for us. We've all been in quarantine. And so I figured I'd I'd start this off slow. But here, let's first of all, like, go back and remember what was going on when we left the podcast. So, when we left the podcast, um, since then, right, right when we left, Notre Dame had burned down, <laughs> to give you an idea. Does that feel like ancient oh, history? Guys, yeah, I hadn't
1: even thought about that one for a long time. Yeah. And I have to admit. When that first happened, my first thought was terrorists. It's got to be terrorists. Tur- turned out it wasn't.
0: It turned out it was uh, never, contractors. Contractors.
1: That's right. It was contractors. They're a form of terrorists. <laughs> exactly.
0: Had contractors in your house knows. Yeah. It is a form of terrorism. So then at, just after that, the next month was the El Paso shooting, which was oh. we totally have forgotten about. Um and uh, Hurricane Dorian hit the Bahamas. I mean that there's a big soccer nope. game called Cup of Cup of World or something. Yeah. <laughs> um, a whole millions of people threatened to to run into Area 51. I don't know if you remember that. No, why,
1: why were they threatening that? That's where they keep the aliens, right? right. The, uh, the, uh, out in uh, New Mexico.
0: Yeah, so a group of guys had determined that what they wanted to do was um, bum rush Area 51 with the mindset of they can't kill us all. So, <laughs> so like a million people signed up, well, millions of people signed up for this Facebook group which they were going to do a fun run into area 51 and the guy and the guy started as a joke and then it grew. And so he ended up having like a little festival in that little town right by area 51 Roswell. Yeah. And, but he, he refused to, he said, we're not absolutely not going to run into area 51. (laughs) Because he got contacted by like law enforcement agencies were like that were saying I understand what you're saying, but this would be a terrible idea. <laughs> and he was like, It's a joke. I have no idea. I
1: um You know, and that's that's really if we've learned anything from the pandemic, it's that the most insane fucking shit that people can say is all just treated with deference now. It's all just somebody's opinion right so yeah. we, so it's like anything can happen at any time you know the, the president didn't do everything wrong he did everything right actually you know everything has become 1984 it's just fucking there are no facts anymore you know no. so it, you know let, let's go running into area 51 sure. why, not? You know, why not yeah
0: and so uh the other other thing that you may have forgotten about is uh australia caught on fire. <laughs>
1: I went there and I did benefits. That's why I was there in uh, in Australia. I did a benefit for the bushfires, oh, and wow. that—I mean, just a couple months ago—that looked like the end of the world. Absolutely. I mean, I, I, I've been to Australia half a dozen times. It's such a great place. So the people there—it reminds me of the America that I grew up in, you know, with actual nice people in it. Mm-hmm. And and it's like it—it's it, it, such a great place to go and you know, you see these heartbreaking things of these huge, vast areas of, of Australia just disappearing and people actually taking off from their jobs with no fire training and just jumping in and saying, I I, I want to help, you know? And I thought, wow, you know, this is amazing. And I got offered, you know, hey, will you come out and do a show and raise some money for the fire things? And I, I thought, sure, what the hell, you know? And then, as soon as i get out there everybody starts talking covid and suddenly yeah. nobody remembers the fires anymore and i'm like hey wait a minute what's going on mm-hmm. I mean, it was it was crazy
0: it's insane like it, it's just to think that that was 4 months ago and it's not even on it, it was all the news also right. all, all also all the news was that uh bernie sanders was going to beat joe biden
1: yeah, that's right wasn't that a wonderful pipe dream? And, you know, oh, was... talk, talk about irony, right? It's like, what happens, okay? W- right when we actually need health care for everybody, right when that's the obvious smart move, and when we see that it not only benefits, you know, poor people, it also benefits all the rich people, right? It's, it's having everybody have some health care is actually a good idea for everybody, so everybody doesn't get sick. When when that finally is brought out in stark relief, that's the day Bernie has to leave the contest and we just have to put up with, you know, either the Republican approach, which is, you know, let them eat cake, maybe they'll get lucky and get insurance if they're rich enough, and then the Democratic approach, which is like, oh, we'll cover a few people, I don't know, we can do a few things, I don't know, we're scared. But I mean, mean, it's like, finally it just becomes so obvious which the right move was, and so of course he's out of the contest, you know? Yeah. You, you gotta love that.
0: Um, Yeah. I, I, I think the other thing that I, I think is hilarious is to think during that same three month window, uh, Bloomberg spent almost a billion dollars and everyone's like, huh? Who?
1: Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was a great one where he tried to come in and buy the election and at least, at least we proved you can't do that. But, you know, that almost makes things sadder because right. it almost means that Trump sort of won fair and square. It's <laughs> right. like, you know, never never mind about Russia's help or leaning it on the Ukraine or any of the other stuff. But just the idea that like, oh, you can't just walk in and buy it like fucking Bloomberg. Yeah, I mean, it's, a, it, it's incredible.
0: Yeah, so then that leaves us to where we are now. Where we have to do, we live blocks away from each other, and yet we can't do this podcast in person. Um, and, you know, that's Corona time now. So oh, that's kind of where the world has gone since our last podcast, which is wow. exciting. So now we'll just jump straight into Canada and Nova Scotia. And I don't know if you've been to Nova Scotia. Have you?
1: uh i have uh never been to nova scotia but they refer they refer to the people from up there it's sort of in canada they kind of treat them like they're hicks you know they call them newfies oh, and they really? sort of make yeah they sort of make fun of the people that live up in up in that area halifax nova scotia newfoundland they uh they they sort of put them down those are those are their hicks out there i guess you know okay. but Apparently, there was this crazy uh, shoot, uh, shooting fest yesterday, right? Somebody yep. opened fire.
0: Uh, see, you, you're still in my thunder. That was, so that was definitely one of the, one of the stories. But, but I didn't
1: read anything about it. I don't uh, know well, anything There you go.
0: I'll, I will tell you all about it. So right. first of all, Nova Scotia um, has the Bay of Fundy, which I've actually been to. Um, and it's where the tides are. It's the highest and lowest tide in the world so so when you go out there it go it drops 40 feet <laughs> so you can see tankers sitting in the water and then when the tide goes out they'll just be sitting on on dirt it's wow so do,
1: do people drown there a lot people go they do. out thinking they got some room and then they, they it's 40 feet deep holy shit
0: Well, as you described the natives, you can imagine that they get in four wheel drive trucks and and they hit the the mud thinking it'll be really cool until their truck sinks in the mud and then they try and get out. And when they try and get out, they sink into the mud and then the water starts coming back in and they literally have to rescue people on the regular for that. I watched it happen when I was there when I was young. Wow. Yeah. So so the other thing that I love about Nova Scotia is it has this place called Oak Island and I would love to do a full episode on Oak Island at some point. Oak Island is a is where supposedly Blackbeard um uh put all of his treasure and it has all these like oh. tunnels and passages under it and there are actively people now searching for that treasure on Oak Island. And they actually, of course, you can't do anything in this day and age without having a reality show. So it's called the curse of Oak Island. If you want to look it up, it's amazing. Wow. Um, yeah.
1: I think black beard is the only black thing they've ever had in Canada. I've, <laughs> I've been there a bunch of times, but the only black thing I've ever seen Blackbeard.
0: There you go. Yeah. <laughs> um, so now, out of that right what Drake you
1: doesn't count what Drake doesn't count
0: Drake doesn't count at all,
1: yeah, right.
0: I mean, we've seen that dance, we all know
1: uh, <laughs> oh, so,
0: so so uh you mentioned this already, but there was the worst mass shooting in Canada just happened, and it was twenty twenty three people died, um, and uh it was this guy named Gabriel Wortman. Uh, he was a 51-year-old denturist. So he he had a disturbing business where on the outside it just had huge teeth. And it's workman's denturists. And you would wow. go, and get, go get your dentures there. Um, he apparently got into some sort of domestic dispute. Um, and then he decided to go on a shooting spree uh now see right there i mean look if
1: you're angry at the person you're with especially during this time just murder them don't kill all the rest of us you know what i mean i mean come on let's let's have some sense of proportion here i understand you're angry you're sick of this person you were sick of them before the illness
0: now it's probably gonna happen anyway
1: right yeah now you just can't stand them i mean i get it kill them absolutely but please leave the rest of us alone we haven't done anything to you
0: right so so before all of this their largest mass shooting was 14 people and it was a anti-feminist who went into a women's engineering department and killed all the female students what an asshole because women
1: have it so easy. They've been dominating right. engineering for so long. For so long. It was for so finally long. time for a turnaround.
0: Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. and just when wow. they're about to burgeon onto a great career, why not take them out? That's really dumb. Do you
1: remember a guy similar to that? You say anti-feminist. This guy, I guess, was one of those things they call an incel. The guy from Santa Barbara. Right. And he, exactly. It's very strange because he seemed he seemed kind of like a good-looking little trust fund kid. He didn't seem so desperate but apparently he was just horribly angry at women for not being attracted to him. Right. You know. Uh and and yeah, apparently that's a real thing now. People going out and killing women because women in general aren't attracted to them. And what's so crazy here is that it's possible that you could be killing a woman who's turned on by very aggressive men like that. So you might even be getting rid of the, the person that you're looking for. That's the horrible paradox here.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I think even more so is just the fact that it is absurd to not just go on to something like headspace. Just take a minute, go on headspace, talk to a therapist, maybe tell them about your feelings Maybe maybe you could get past it without pulling out a gun and just massacring people,
1: I don't, or just go on Tinder and find you some pussy. I mean, what is yeah. the? Isn't that what everyone does now? I think I think I'm the last person who didn't who hasn't gone on it. Can I can I admit that on your show that I have I, not
0: actually been
1: up on Tinder?
0: Anymore? I actually find that shocking.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. Well. I think it had to do with my ego, you know. I didn't want to be up there, sort of parading like, "Gee, you know, I, I need some pussy," but apparently, this is what everyone does now. Like to the point where, if you actually talk to a woman, you know, she pulls out the mace and calls the police. You know, what I mean, like, you have you have to meet everyone online, or you're not really meeting in the legitimate way now. Apparently, yeah, it's very strange.
0: It's before it was hidden. Now it's like kind of the norm
1: it's the only way yeah it's the only With way them, trust you, unless they've got your virtual self to to back up so
0: correct um so back to our story before all of this happened um right. just before this happened the uh royal canadian mounted police the rcmp they had just tweeted in nova scotia their nova scotia account saying uh we're going to get to relax and go to sleep tomorrow and then they had a picture of the cat you know with its two paws out like sleeping uh, <laughs> so that wow. you couldn't get a more ironic tweet it's un- unfortunate <laughs> but um the, so there's a there's a town called uh uh Port Peak, uh Nova Scotia um and around 11:30 p.m. they got a firearms complaint it only has like 150 people in the town, so the RCMP headed out there to check out what was going on, and by the time they arrived, um, they saw that there were multiple properties on fire, um, and they had a report of a man who was wearing an RCMP, sorry, RCMP uniform and walking around the town carrying a, a rifle, um, and that's wow. all. That's all they knew. Um, so maybe it
1: was Dudley Do Right. It could possible? have been. So maybe he's just trying to save Fernell. Uh, he's trying. To, it's Dudley Do Right. coming to save Fernell.
0: <laughs> it could have been. So anyway, he, he decides that he uh, there the police. One of the first police. Uh, police officers, says there's a major issue here. We need to get more troops or more uh, uh, mounted police in there. Um, the police arrived to the area. There were now three structure fires um, and um, they found two families murdered and they were no association to Wortman as far as they could tell. Um, they also didn't know that he, it was Wartman at the time. All they knew is that it was the guy running around in the RCMP uniform. Um, and the other thing is they said that he also appeared to be driving an RCMP cruiser. So it, all things pointed to them, to, to him being actually a police officer.
1: Um, he is
0: not. He is not a police officer. He's the, the dentist.
1: <laughs> wow. And does uh, he actually have warts? Have we established that?
0: Uh. Well, uh, I looked at a picture of him. He does not have warts, and there are actual no actual actual warts uh, visibly. I'm sure he has a wart or two, Um, but but his whole family is just full of warts. So they're all they just all had warts. (laughs) So maybe that's what he was upset about. Um, Right. So the next call to the RCMP was from a, a nearby town about 25 or 25 to 27 miles away. Um and they had a re- report of explosions, gunfire, and when they arrived, there were two more houses on fire and three people had been killed. Um one person had been pulled one police officer had been pulled from her cruiser and executed right by the car so that's i mean this was very aggressive and also now appeared to be very indiscriminate like these there there wasn't really a pattern or that they know of yet um they're also being very tight-lipped about this you're not seeing or hearing a lot about it which i thought was really interesting um they're hoping to do the full investigation first before talking which is very not american um,
1: <laughs> yeah we like to talk first and think later we know?
0: would have a 24 hour to four we would have a one week news cycle just on the fact on speculation of who this person was um
1: you know this so, one kind of reminds me do you remember a couple of years ago in Norway when there yes. was the guy he was very against immigration yeah. and so what he did was he waited for the liberal party to have this sort of uh, young people's liberal conclave that they did on this island. And yeah. he went out there knowing they'd be unguarded. And I think he managed to kill like 50 young people all, all, all at once. Well, and this kind of sounds like somebody who has, I, I wouldn't be surprised if some kind of political agenda e- emerged, but I guess, I guess it, we don't know that yet.
0: Yeah. And he also, there was like a group of young diplomats that had gone into Norway before that and in the town in like one of the major towns there and was having a meeting before that. And he put a bomb there and blew that up. So while everybody was rushing to that bomb, then he went to the island and killed all the other, he was like trying to get rid of the youth of that movement, like all in one shot. It was very planned yeah. and very disturbing um so our our guy wortman he was next spotted on a hill at this place called a hidden hilltop campground um near a place called Glen home around 9 a.m so this is like we're talking an hour and he's already killed several people um and they found many cars on fire along the road um and and uh his car was discarded somewhere along that path. So at some point during this time, he switched into a silver SUV. um, And they had just put out an alert for his RCMP car. So he probably was watching all of the news. So uh, decided that that would cause too much, uh, or he'd be an easy target. Um, And then he started burning houses along the road. So, there are like 15 scenes where he stopped, killed people in their cars on the way to work, killed, like burned their cars up, and then also somehow decided to stop at random houses and burn the houses down. I, that, it's absurd. Yeah, I think this is the
1: part that is so uh, always. Uh, uh, so disturbing to those of us who are not homicidal maniacs. And I will put myself in that category. And that's just that, you know, I almost envy them, right? Because, you know, it's one thing if you're angry at somebody and and you want them dead. We've all had that feeling. But imagine just being so consumed with general hatred that, you know, any old person will do. Uh, <laughs> you that's... just don't give a shit. It's like whatever. Everybody's the enemy. We're just gonna. I'm just gonna take out everybody. You know what I mean? Like that. That feeling. It's it's almost enviable because you you, you it, it it gives you an answer. You know what I mean? It gives you it gives you something to work toward that's attainable. It's like okay, I, I can't create anything, but I can certainly destroy something now. And I'm going to destroy someone and whoever, you know, I mean, it, it, you you can almost see why people have this feeling, you know, because modern life gives us this, like, we don't know where to go. We don't know what to do. We don't know what we're attached to, but, but we, you know, some of us know we can just destroy something.
0: Yeah. But I, I feel like that's the lowest of the low of human. That's the lowest person in the world. So that's like, I can't do anything. But I can undo everything, so right, which is just like the saddest form of despair that you have to be in to do that and and our so our guy continued on his rampage of sadness, and um he stopped apparently at a at a truck stop, and that's where they finally got him while I guess he was filling his car up and he was shot shot there. Um, He didn't die there. They got him into custody and they tried to save his life. um, But unfortunately he died at the hospital. Um, I, I think a lot of people would really rather him live to know what this was all about. Because it's clear that some of the people had to be targets because you don't, you don't have a police car and you don't have a police uniform and a bunch of weapons at the ready for no reason whatsoever. It just, that doesn't make sense. It was 14 yeah. hours that they hunted for him, uh, and there were 15 to 16 locations where the crimes occurred, and they honestly don't have it all pieced together. They said it's like a a jigsaw um, puzzle of of confusion because they were kind of, they thought they had him cordoned in that first small town. And then they found out that he was in the other town. And then he went up to like the campground and they really don't know what they're like piecing it together. And they don't want to say what his relationship was to the victims. So all they're saying is some of the victims are um, known Known associates of him, or he had a relationship, and some of them aren't that's as far as they're willing to go um
1: well now at least we can say that it's not just Americans that are batshit crazy we've now got a canadian yeah we we we, we got one yeah. so they they can no longer claim moral superiority over us oh right? i think they I, I
0: think they still can
1: they still can okay <laughs> yeah. fair enough yeah,
0: yeah. i they've mean got that, they've got did that you have history. you seen their their leader? Speak and then look at our leader speak and then just tell me. Look at his cabinet of of advisors and look at our cabinet of advisors.
1: And what's funny is he started out as like, you know, he's so dumb. He he kind of reminds me of like Joey from Friends, you know. But he makes but he makes you know he makes he makes Trump look smart. You know what I mean? He makes he makes Trump look dumb. You know what I mean? He's, because he's he's you you just the bar is so low now. When that oh. guy first got elected, I was like, "Oh my God, what a fucking empty suit!" You know, now it's like, "Oh, our genius next door." You know, Trudeau. You know, yes. it's really uh, it's it's opened things up. You know, in terms of other people, with Boris Johnson now looks like a, a, a even keeled, intelligent leader. You know what I mean? I mean, so important. I don't know if
0: I'd go that far, but it yeah, he's definitely Trump. <laughs> he's definitely Trump light. So, um, I I feel like. Uh, so I feel like there's just this. Um, uh, it's it's just unbearably sad that we immediately think, okay, well, at least now because they've had some sort of mass killing, that somehow we have something on them because we're just <laughs> right. known for hor- <laughs> horrific events. That's right. That's uh, that's tragic when that's like the one thing that's like America's like, yeah,
1: <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> yeah. You can't point fingers at us anymore. <laughs> that's that's tragic. But um, the other thing that was really weird about this guy, uh, uh, so many things were weird. He he was no known in the town as being a wonderful, generous person. <laughs> he was spotlighted on the news multiple times for helping people in the community out who had cancer or lost their teeth. And he made dentures for them. Wow. Yeah, he was uh, considered an upstanding person in the community.
1: So now I wonder about that. Like, does that mean that the person had a very dramatic break with reality? Or does it mean that, you know, what seems more likely to me is like, just the whole thing was a, was a farce, right? The whole thing was a setup. The whole thing of being kind to people or whatever. The whole time he's he's planning and he's thinking about it. He's thinking about how wonderful it would be just to... For, for everybody to be dead, for him to feel that blood, you know, like I wonder about that moment, you know, when was the moment that he would, that you go from kind of being a nice guy. Well,
0: I, I, I feel like there was an, there's an element here of uh, not getting the career that he wanted and trying to show that he was worthy because one of the key things is that they showed in his high school yearbook at the bottom, it says, uh hopes to be like an RCMP officer in the future so oh. that was in his in his high school yearbook wow. and and throughout time he collected and um of old RCMP cars and restored them and then and then uh. that uniform that he had was an official uniform that he bought at some sort of auction so I mean that's really weird. Yeah. I think that's just a section of this that we're gonna find out about later. That's yeah, there's gotta be some
1: good sexual stuff on this.
0: There's yeah, there's gonna be Yeah,
1: you know I mean he's, he's got the he's got the uniform and the and the the, the the role playing, you know. There's gotta be there's gotta be some sexual tie-in here. There's
0: yeah, it's it's something weird. I don't know if he was married either. Um, They said that there were a lot, uh, he had a lot of disputes with his girlfriend, but that was a neighbor who said that that was quite a while ago and hadn't talked to him in years or a year. So not unclear would be the best. Did
1: he kill the girlfriend?
0: That's unclear. So Uh, they haven't named all the victims yet. So once they do, then we'll have a little better picture of who, why, what, and what he was doing. Um, but not to be outdone by Canada. We, we have the always amazing, never uh, unentertaining, often terrifying Florida man.
1: Florida. I, why did I know that Florida was going to be part of it? Yeah, of thing? course. It's become like a cliche now. The fucking Florida. It hasn't I spent become a lot one. Of time there on the road, and I have to say, I I love Florida. I always have a nice time there. I think people are very nice there. They 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 love music, and I I don't know what is it about. Th- there's something about it. Like it's so south, you don't even consider it south anymore. You know yeah. what I mean? Like the south is like Georgia and South Carolina, but Florida, it's like. It's, it's a whole nother territory. Now. Right. It's just a whole different
0: ballgame. And, and it's, it's insane that you can put in almost any day of any year and type Florida Man and you'll get a story. Like there's, <laughs> there's a story. And it's always the most bizarre story that you've ever heard. There's, there was a trend last year uh, where everybody was putting their, you could put uh, your birthday in and it would give you all the Florida Man stories on your birthday. I'm, it's it's absurd but um this guy uh named uh robert kovner uh he um was very upset with people not wearing masks uh especially in the supermarket um so he decided, i have to
1: thank my good friend dj mars for making me a mask he made me a mask he came over and brought it it's got like kiss logos on awesome it. i give him where praise. is it props for
0: that you got to show it
1: (laughs) i will i will take a quick break next time and i and i'll I'll send me a
0: photo i'll put it i'll put it on the instagram yeah
1: no i'll get it i'll get it during the show
0: oh excellent just
1: just to prove
0: okay so he uh so he posted he was on a a facebook group called sebring florida which is where he is from and he made multiple multiple threats on this Facebook group um, threatening the local public store um, for, uh I guess, a mass shooting because they were not wearing, nobody was wearing masks in the public store. So that's so great. <laughs> it's like, it, 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 it reminds me of one of
1: the first stories I remember from when I was a little kid. You know, I remember I was with a group of little kids. We'd just gotten out of the carpool. One of the kids started running and it was icy. And his mother called out, "You know, stop, stop! You'll slip." And so I was trying to help, and I ran after him and tackled him, you know, just to make sure that he didn't right that he didn't fall <laughs> and slip. Yeah. You know? I'm going to take <laughs> you it. down so you
0: don't fall.
1: <laughs> right. I mean, you got to love it, man. When the when the the, the cure the cure yeah. rivals the sickness, I love it.
0: Yeah, well, that's a Trump statement for this. So right. <laughs> but um yeah so apparently uh his most alarming part post is i find it criminal that when you enter a supermarket or pharmacy without a mask um you i find you either stupid or selfishly dangering or you don't give a fuck about um endangering others will it take yeah well will it take a a a shooting of a full a few of you selfish assholes uh, and the parking lot to get this message through. uh If I get diagnosed, uh I guess with Koviks, I will head to the pu- uh, Publix and empty every clip I own. <laughs> so wow! And yeah, you
1: think that he would like it would be one kind of thing if he actually spared the people with masks on, right? And just shot the people who didn't have them. That I, would be kind of. A-
0: I think that's what he was saying he was going to do. Wow! But, yeah. Well,
1: at least he'd be following through if he did. If he actually showed the consistency, but I think after a certain point, when you're shooting, like I was saying before, everybody just becomes equal. You
0: know, uh, again,
1: shooting, everybody goes. We're we're
0: we're we're not sponsored by Headspace, but if you haven't used Headspace and you're thinking of doing a mass shooting, please go there first. <laughs> um, or Tinder, uh, just go on or Tinder, or, or Tinder. Um, and then because of this. Uh, so, no, wait a minute. Missed... Hang
1: on a minute. Hang on a minute, Dave. People want to know. You're you're a celebrity around town here. I want to know if you're up on the dating sites. If you're up on Tinder and Bumble and these sites, can people, See, this,
0: this can podcast, women
1: get to you this way?
0: This is this is not about me. This is about this is about our criminal who is out there. And okay, I'll take the, that as by, a yes. By I the way,
1: ladies, get up there.
0: <laughs> by, there. by the way. Quick thing, he had posted several times uh, that his family and his friends and family members had died, that seven of them had died, and his mother-in-law was fighting for her life at home from the horrible virus. So basically, wow. yeah, so basically what he was saying is, it's these dumbasses that are spreading it and why my family has lost seven people
1: wow so it was actually motivated by some kind of logic it's just a very twisted kind of logic a bunch of people in his family had died from it wow and so because
0: so because of that now he's going to be charged with two felonies um the felony is written uh threat to kill or bodily injury or contact conduct including a mass shooting or act of terrorism um and then use of a two-way communication device to commit a felony or to facilitate a felony. So that's punishable by 15 years in prison. Um, he does not look like the guy who would have actually gone through this, but I would have said the same thing about the guy who uh, was a dentist. So, um, and and the sheriff doesn't take any of this lightly any of these threats lightly because um in uh last year in 2019 there was a shooting in a sun trust bank uh a mass shooting leaving five dead um so they've experienced a lot of tragedy in this neighborhood wow yeah see well
1: this is what fascinates me is that you know the 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 whole random mass idea of it, you know, where we've kind of, it, it's, it's like a society that's given up. Right. You know, it isn't even just like, look, you know, I'm, I'm angry. Something happened in my life and pissed me off. I'm getting my revenge, which makes some kind of logic. It, it's always this more convoluted thing now where, where it's like, I just, I had to take out a bunch of people and I have some justification, but not really.
0: You know? Right. So, yeah, I this this guy when he got out of the police car, he just looked defeated. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I I feel like this the the look on his face looked like if you got um one of the the evil fucking trolls on Twitter and you catch them in real life, and then they're just they want to crawl into a hole <laughs> in front of you. He that's what he looked like. He. Right. I think he was, he was trolling on the Sebring local site to scare people and then realized that how uh, he went way too far.
1: Now, are they giving him 15 years, really? Did he lose you? Uh, I
0: mean, that's, this, that's this just happened. So we the won't worst one it. I've
1: heard about it in a while, I don't know if you heard about this, Doug, but there was a guy who got locked up Um, in Mississippi for uh, a small, like, you know, some small amount of marijuana. And he had his phone with him. Uh They hadn't searched him and taken his phone. So he has his phone with him. In in, In the lockup, he tells them and offers his phone up and says, hey, I still have my phone on. These Mississippi clowns apparently like had passed some kind of really draconian rule about having cell phones in jails. So right. even though this guy admitted it, and even though it was their fault for not frisking him for it, when he first went in, they found him guilty and gave him a 15 year sentence. Oh for my God. Possession of the phone. Possession of the phone. He he he's locked up in maximum security in Mississippi. This is a black guy, and and you know can't get out for a minimum of twelve years. Oh my god! And it was it was because he had a phone on him,
0: and because he admitted it. Right, he could, he could have <laughs> probably gone to his hearing the next day, and <laughs> right? Could, thrown it in a trash can, and his life would. Uh, that's, that's exactly right. That's absurd. Um, yeah. So, speaking of of absurd and mass killers, because we like to finish everything off on a very high note. Um, Kim Jong-un, North Korea's uh, leader and Donald Trump's true love, um, has undergone heart surgery because of his excessive smoking and never-ending work routine, apparently. That's according Uh, to state media. Um, Apparently... Uh, intelligence agencies feel like the surgery didn't go as a, as expected because he missed a major holiday and a parade. Um, while they don't think he died, they think he's in critical condition. Um, and this is a huge issue because right now he hasn't named a successor. Um, and there's the family dynasty. And I think it's his sister, who is the one that he was grooming to take over for him and in, in emerge like in a situation like this, but he never named them. So it's rife for a, like a infighting civil war. But if that something like that happens and it destabilizes um, North Korea, then South Korea and China and all the neighboring countries, um, uh, Uh, countries will have a mass influx of of north korean refugees because once that order destabilizes then everybody's going to want to run for the border okay so this this
1: is where i often um disagree with my liberal and progressive friends
0: sure and i'll I'll, I'll, I'll i'll be one of those (laughs)
1: I consider myself to be a liberal and a progressive, right, when it comes to economic issues and stuff like this. But I believe I'm very bellicose in the defense of liberty, right? Right. When when you allow certain countries to proliferate, it leads to mass murder. It leads to horrible things happening. So an example would be like, you know what happened in rwanda 20 years ago when almost a million people were put to death over about a three-month period right right a lot of my friends will argue with me we're not the world's policemen you know we should we should leave people alone you know and it it, i just think wow you know you so i guess you guys would have just given up on world war ii and not even bothered fighting it because we're not the world's policemen so how can we do that you know it's like you look at something like 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 North Korea and basically what you've got is, you know, the world's largest penal colony. You've got a madman in charge and, you know, he, he's literally got, you know, a couple million people locked up in camps for things that their grandparents said 30 and 40 years ago. Right. I mean, it's like when, when you allow these kinds of things to proliferate and there's no world body that stops it and says, yeah, okay, enough is enough. Right. And then you add to it, you know, the insanity of, of a guy like Trump trying to get some kind of political advantage out of his thing with Kim Jong Il, you know, which is, right. Kim which is like, what what is the political advantage? I don't really understand. But anyway, he was he was jockeying for it. I mean, it's like, th- this is an example of like, this country should not exist in the form that it's in. And this madman shouldn't shouldn't even be in a position to be running it. You know what I mean? And, and, it, and but You know, at this point, it's democracy on the run. And so we all have to run away and pretend that there's some kind of logic. You know, now watch the bloodbath happen from North Korea and watch another Stalinist state rise up with a different dear leader. You know, all because, you know, places like America and and Europe have just given up. And said, okay, we're not the world's policeman anymore. There's nothing we can do. Well, it's
0: it's not even that. Now, I mean, I I agree with you a lot, uh, many of your points of, This is something that nobody wants to touch. It's a hot potato, but it's also a hot potato of if whoever goes in has to accept the financial issues that come along with helping that country out. So you can liberate them, but you can't liberate them and leave. Like we we learned that in Afghanistan. You just can't go and liberate and then just hope a power vacuum. Bless you. Sorry and and so you just don't want that when that vacuum leaves i think that that's what there's like all fortunately there's
1: another country that's been related to them for thousands of years genetically and every other way and that's south korea so well we, there is a solution here just no, like the way that germany uh, uh came back together after communism you know there's no reason why why there can't be a reasonably managed North Korean state or or that why it can't just meld with South Korea and make korea
0: or or china china's been its big father forever and whenever they like it, like a small uh, impetuous child whenever they like rate do their saber saber rattling type stuff that they do then china always backs them up so Why not go in and resolve all the problems now? I mean, North Korea would never, I mean, South Korea would never want to have China on its border, but I mean, it's, it's absurd that they're in the spot that they are and allowing the things to occur. It's absurd that we're allowing the things to occur there, but it's just such a a dynamite area for, uh, ripe for just destabilizing the entire, it's like a powder keg, (laughs) Yeah, well, that's again why I say. I mean, I
1: don't pretend I have all the answers here, nor do I think that we can, you know, take on everybody in war. But again, there there was something illogical about the idea of 1.7 billion Chinese people living under the thumb of their government. You right. know, and we and we lied to ourselves and we told ourselves, oh you know, as soon as they get enough capitalism, it's all just going to magically turn into democracy over there. I mean, I think what we're seeing now in the world writ large, whether you're talking about the Chinese sphere of influence, the Russian sphere of influence, you know, South America and the way that's going, democracy is now on the run. Yeah, We are no longer strong enough to defend it or push it forward. And so, you know, there was a lot of, Uh, There were a lot of people who I think were reasonably upset about our attempts to, you know, sort of enforce democracy in the Middle East and the incompetent way that that we did that during the the Bush era. But, you know, it's like. There is an argument to be made, I think, for enforcing democracy, even at the point of a gun. Right. Well, people think I'm crazy, but it's like, you know, it worked in Japan. After World War II, we enforced democracy at the point of a gun. It worked in Korea after the Korean War. We, we enforced democracy in South Korea at the point of a gun. And what happens? There are only two relatively well-governed and reasonable quasi-democracies in all of Asia, and those are those two, the two that we forced, Japan. And South Korea, if you look over at at, at, you know, China, you've got 1.7 billion people under the thumb of a totalitarian regime, you know, so, I mean, none of this stuff is going to be cured without democracy. And, you know, people need to start getting used to the fact that on a certain level, it's going to have to be delivered at the point of a gun. You know, look what happened in Syria, you know, you know, the, the head of Syria, Assad, has now killed half a million of his people indiscriminately just for being in rebellion against him. But oops, what can we do? Nothing. Right. We're not the world's policemen. You know, again and again, we see these enormous massacres and, and, and that's what South Korea is set up to be because we didn't insist that they be a democracy. They must well, be forced to be one.
0: Well, so one, our, our great and fearless leader who stands up to any sort of injustice at all said um that he has a very good relationship with him and he can only say that he wishes him well right so, exactly so that's, that's incredible yeah black so, is white so anyway i mean that's that's our our podcast for this this vomiting rainbows episode number 55 um we are we're going to keep doing the podcast i hope you'll come back to the next one um, thank thanks for listening Uh, we welcome any compliment, compliments or comments or ideas, uh, contact us at contact at vomitingrainbows.com or you can find us on all social media at we vomit rainbows or on iTunes, Stitcher, blah, 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 all of those. And the big thing that they can do, anyone who's listening to the podcast is rate us and, and help us grow by sending it to your friends.
1: I will do the virtual background next time, so I get the crazy hair effect that does get. Yeah, I want I that myself. Yeah, And I'm... don't forget to visit me at thedwarves.com. Buy all Ab- my shit, make me rich.
0: Absolutely. Are you doing a uh, any any more fundraiser? Didn't you do a fundraiser just recently? Did a little
1: virtual show for the Parkside, trying to make a little money for the Parkside staff over there. It was a lot of fun, sitting in the bedroom, slamming out Dwarves tunes and talking shit. So we got to do it soon. I love talking to you, Doug. I miss it.